Welcome to Self-Care Hacks, the short podcast for overwhelmed and stressed out women who want to learn how to take better care of themselves. I'm your host, Anita Ojeda. I used to suffer from overwhelm and stress too, but I've learned how to take care of myself and take care of others. You can too. I'm the kind of person that loves checklists. I love to check things off and I love to see the progress that I've made. If you're like me, then the last two episodes of Self-Care Hacks, as well as this one and the next two, will provide you with some great free checklists to help you improve your self-care in different areas of your life. So if you missed last week's podcast, go ahead and listen to it. It's podcast. It's episode 150. And if you go to the show notes, you'll be able to find a link to the free checklist. Last week, I shared a checklist for taking care of your creative and inquisitive sides. And we had a great acronym for that, L-A-R-C, or LARC. And the week before that, we talked about a self-care checklist for improving your mental and emotional health goals. This week, we're going to be talking about physical self-care. Most people have no problem making big goals about physical self-care, but... Oftentimes, we don't meet them or come anywhere close, most likely because we start with outrageous goals, ones that overwhelm us before we even start. But I hope the acronym of SWEAT, S-W-E-A-T, will help you remember to focus on small habits that make a big difference. S stands for SWEAT. You need to make a habit of sweating at least three times a week. And no, I don't mean going outside when it's hot. What you need to do is exercise hard enough to break into a sweat and stay sweaty for a good 10 to 15 minutes. It doesn't matter what kind of exercise you do. Just make sure that you sweat. Sweating means that your heart has entered the aerobic zone. Now, when it's freezing cold outside, it's harder to work up a good sweat if you're exercising outside because the ambient temperature is so cold. You can always ensure that you're in the aerobic zone by purchasing some sort of a heart rate monitor. Experts advise getting between 75 and 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous physical activity each week. But remember, only a third of that needs to be actual sweaty exercise. Breaking a sweat will ensure that you get that vigorous exercise. You don't have to do it all at once either. You can purchase gadgets to help you measure your heart rate, or you can just set a goal to get sweaty five times a week. Just make sure you choose an activity you actually enjoy, as much as one can enjoy getting sweaty. I love to run, mountain bike, and hike. In the wintertime, I rely on aerobic exercise videos like Beachbody On Demand. Or my latest fun gadget is the iFit app, which connects to my stationary bicycle and my treadmill. Or I can just use the app without either one of those pieces of equipment, which I've been doing for my stretching and strength exercises every morning. I definitely don't like coming up with a plan on my own. And so during the long, dark days of winter, I like to set a goal of running a 5K or a 10K or riding a certain distance on a bicycle. And then I use the iFit app to pick a trainer and a plan. And then all I have to do is follow it. And trust me, the plans always involve sweating at least three days a week. W stands for walk. You have probably heard of the magic 10,000 steps a day guideline. Well, that number may or may not be enough for you. I'll leave a link in the show notes to an article explaining why it may or may not be enough. But the fact is, the average American only walks about half that distance in a day. 
If you buy a pedometer or fitness tracker, some smartphones come with this feature built in, you can take a baseline reading and then aim to increase it by 1,000 steps a week. In just five weeks, you'll double your activity level. The self-care checklist that I include in the show notes might help you form those new habits. Here are some of my favorite ways to get more steps. I like to park at the back of the parking lot. You don't waste gas this way looking for a spot up close. And I always take the stairs instead of the elevator, even if I have to go up 10 stories. And I never drive when I can walk. If I have to go to Home Depot and Walmart, I'll park in the lot where I need to buy the most and walk to the other one first. I sit on a yoga ball and bounce instead of sitting on a chair. Bouncing keeps my heart rate at double its resting rate, which is about 52 beats per minute. So I think it qualifies as stepping. It's easier on my knees too. I like to go birding or take a sunset or sunrise walk. And if there's flowers around, I actually get out and smell the roses or lilacs or whatever the flower is every day, if at all possible. You can also use your feet, not your technology. Stand up and walk to your kids' rooms to tell them it's time for supper instead of texting them. If you have a dog, take it on regular walks or a cat. I have a friend who walks her cat. Involve your family. Walk while your little kid bike around the block or form a family habit of walking after dinner each evening. These are all ideas that you can use as you fill out the physical self-care checklist. E stands for eat good things. Rather than going on a diet, learn to eat reasonable quantities of good things. Your diet is actually what you eat and drink, so you're always on one. Sometimes it's not a very good one. Try to eat things with ingredients you can pronounce. Rather than cutting food out of your diet, which could trigger a deprivation reaction, try adding good things in to your diet. For example, don't say, I'm going to quit having a cookie after lunch each day. Instead, say, I'm going to eat a piece of fruit at the end of my lunch every day. If I'm still hungry, I might have a cookie. Don't try to make radical changes all at once either. In order to make lasting change in your diet, you'll want to start small. Start cutting out white flour by using half whole wheat flour and half white flour in your baked goods. Once that tastes good to everyone in your family, and trust me, it won't taste good to everyone at first, try all whole wheat flour. Our taste buds will adjust and our bodies will start to crave the good things. I'll leave some links in the show notes to some healthy recipes. You can also try the concepts used in mindful eating. All too often, we mindlessly eat without paying attention to why we eat how much we eat, or when we actually feel full. I found success in losing weight and maintaining the weight loss by using the Noom app. A stands for active hourly. Aim to move every hour during the day. If you have a Fitbit or tracking device, set it to remind you to move each hour. My Apple Watch vibrates if I haven't taken at least 250 steps each hour. You may have heard that sitting is the new smoking, but scientists have shown that that statement gets overused without people really understanding it. Smoking will kill you a lot faster than sitting will. But just like the campaigns against smoking that started in the 80s, everyone seems to have jumped on the campaign to move more. And there's nothing wrong with that. Moving is a good thing. Studies have shown a relationship between sitting for long periods of time and dying younger. Most people don't realize how much they actually sit throughout their waking hours. Old school thought said that as long as you got your 150 minutes of aerobic exercise in each week, you could sit with impunity. 
The new school of thought says that in addition to aerobic exercise, you need to make a point of moving throughout the day. The handy self-care checklist, I'll leave in the show notes, will help you form movement habits. And T in sweat stands for take five. Make sure you take time to stretch your muscles if you want to avoid injury. According to Harvard Health, stretching keeps the muscles flexible, strong, and healthy. And we need that flexibility to maintain a range of motion in the joints. If we don't take time to stretch each week, or as we get older like me, each day, we put our bodies at risk for injury. Personally, I hate taking the time to stretch because it's a slow and controlled activity, aka boring. But I've discovered that my iFit app has some great stretching routines that only last 10 to 15 minutes. And I can do that. I can stretch for 10 to 15 minutes. I've also learned the difference between dynamic stretching and static stretching. The kind of stretching you want to do before a workout or in the morning is dynamic stretching. You can look for YouTube videos on dynamic stretching online. Dynamic stretching means that you're warming up the body and you're stretching, but you're not stretching it for long periods of time. If you remember PE class where you had to do wall sits, that would be a static stretch where you're keeping muscles in the same position for 20 seconds or more. But what you really want to do first thing in the morning or some point during the day, especially before you exercise, is do some dynamic stretches, some dynamic stretching. Those are stretches that bring heat to your muscles and get your heart rate up there and prepare you for exercise. Stretching after an aerobic workout, doing static stretching, will actually make stretching safer. Contrary to what I learned in PE class 40 years ago, you shouldn't stretch before you work out with static stretches. Once your muscle fibers have plenty of blood flow from your exercise, you'll be able to safely stretch them. Remember to hold each stretch for 30 seconds and to not bounce. Don't expect overnight results, but do faithfully stretch for at least five minutes, five times a week. So this week's acronym is SWEAT. And the first one, S, stands for SWEAT. And I'm not trying to be punny, but you need to sweat or exercise vigorously for 10 to 15 minutes at least three times a week. W stands for WALK. Try to increase the amount of steps you get in each day. E stands for eat good things. Don't try to deprive yourself, but do try to add better things to your diet. A stands for active hourly. Every hour of the day, we need to get moving. And T stands for take five. Take five minutes to stretch before and after your workout. Just remember that it's a different kind of stretching before, that's dynamic, and after, static. And don't forget, if you go to the show notes, you can download a free self-care checklist for healthy habits. Come back next week when I share a free checklist for improving your spiritual self-care. Take care of yourselves, my friends. You are worth it. You can find me at selfcarehacks.net or check out the show notes for links to my social media accounts. If you enjoyed this podcast, take the time to tell a friend. Together, we can build each other up and teach each other how to take better care of ourselves. I'll see you here next Tuesday with more self-care hacks to help you overcome the overwhelm.